0: You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Hello there and you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan with you for the next hour or so. I hope you stay tuned. Uh, we'll look through all the latest tech news. And do you know what? We'll get straight at it. Uh, first news up with uh, Huawei. The CFO of Huawei, uh, they lost their case to dismiss extradition to the U.S., uh, a court declared that the case meets the double criminality requirement for being charged in both Canada and the US. Uh, the criminal trial against Huawei CFO Meng Huangzhu will go ahead a Canadian court rule on Wednesday. The court decided that the case meets the double criminality requirement for being charged in both Canada and the US, meaning that the extradition process of the US can be can proceed. I was disappointed in the ruling today uh, by the Supreme Court of British Columbia, the Chinese tech giant said in a statement. We expected Canada's judicial system will find Mrs. Ming innocent and uh, Mrs. Ming's lawyers will continue to work tirelessly to seek justice as served. Uh, The CFO and daughter of the company's founder was arrested in Canada at the request of the US over alleged Iran sanction violations in early December 2018. Beijing followed this by detaining two Canadian citizens in China a week later. So, yeah, that has to, still to be resolved. It's hard to know exactly what's going on there. And, you know, there's a lot of background stuff going on. So um, next up is the there's a new BMW 5 series and it says it embraces hybrid power and keeps its stately looks. Uh, mild hybrid and plug-in hybrid variants are the big new additions to the luxury sedan. And the price only inches upwards by a couple of hundred uh, bucks, as they say in America. As expected, BMW gave the 2021 5 Series Saloon a digital debut on Tuesday, and now we know uh, all about the new hybrid technology and other tweaks the German automaker packed into the fresh model. Uh, the refresh, the refresh banks on a lot of hybrid technology because the design doesn't change a whole lot. Uh, yeah, it looks actually very similar to the last model but I suppose it's more internal. That's certainly on display with a new take on the kidney grill design and sharpened headlights. That's that's a great name. Kidney grill. Uh they help the front clip uh, come off far sleeker than the outgoing five series. So they've 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 cleaned up the front end a bit. Uh in the back the taillights uh take cues from the three series and look far more cohesive than the big red shapes on board the current car. So they've they've improved on that as well apparently uh but let's drive the powertrain so the 530i and 530i x drive that's bmw speak for all-wheel drive uh the entry level models feature a two liter turbo four with 248 horsepower and 258 foot pounds of torque however the 530e plug-in hybrid or 530 530E, 530E 530 plug-in hybrid returns and mixes things up a bit It still packs a turbo 4 engine with 108 horsepower, uh, but an electric uh, motor, 12 kilowatt hour battery, report for duty with both the electric motor and the engine working together. There's 288 horsepower and 310 foot-pounds of torque. So yeah, that's pretty good. Um, It's only 108 horsepower, the petrol part of it. What size engine is the petrol part of it? it's hardly a two liter with uh, that little horsepower for a bmw yeah. maybe maybe that's how they balance it out it's like a very um low tuned one so it does um better miles per gallon uh maybe the turbo four isn't your uh role with bmw that's all good because the inline six is still there only this time it's beefed up with a 48 volt mild hybrid system uh for the 540i model so it's just more of a The starter generator and a second battery helped to make the drive more efficient and supply a little bit more power when decelerating what would normally be lost energy. Oh yeah, so that's the, yeah, that's the, that's been around for a few years now where the braking recharges the battery and things like that. Uh, which the hybrid system deploys later as needed this system also totally uh, shuts down when the the engine is coasting speaking of extra power it'll toss out an extra 11 horsepower to create 335 horsepower and 332 foot-pounds of torque from the three liter inline six engine Uh, right at the top of the new five series hierarchy remains the twin turbo 4.4 liter v8 that cranks out 523 horsepower i presume that's the m5 is it that's the only the sportiest m5 550 oh yeah, x drive models uh, we'll have to wait and see what an upgraded m5 sedan brings or saloon brings to the party regardless of the powertrain an eight-speed automatic transmission is on board Gee, eight-speed automatic that's mad the amount of gears they have in cars nowadays but i suppose if it works must be very annoying though I listen to it changing all the time or i suppose it's so quiet nowadays uh so last week we were talking about the snyder cut of the justice league movie that uh, as were we talking about last week i think we were there's anyway uh zach snyder who was supposed to be the director had to pull out of the movie halfway through i think his wife was having a child or somebody was sick or something he had to pull out of the movie anyway and um it was finished by a different director and the movie didn't go down very well. The reviews were pretty bad and people were calling for Zack Snyder to come back and to do, recut the movie and do bits of reshoots and make it the way he wanted to make it. And uh, it became a kind of an online uh, trend. And uh, apparently the HBO have uh, are giving 30 million to him to remake the movie not fully remake it but recut it and I don't know if there's going to be reshoots involved but there'll be lots of new CGI and stuff involved anyway and kind of movies can completely change depending on how it's it's cut and put together you know Uh, the basic story will be the same but uh, like Game of Thrones a lot of people give out about season 8 but if that was pretty much the exact same story but spread out over three seasons and stories were allowed to be fleshed out and things like that uh it it could have gone down as one of the best ever endings to a TV show but it didn't it was rushed and it didn't work so it's it's how the story is told and things like that rather than the the same story from two different people could be could one could be taken really well and one could be taken really badly so let's see if if Zack Snyder can his original image or his original idea for the movie can be better than what actually uh, came out so he's he's been given the go ahead to go that but he released an image. Uh, the, the The director dangles another blurry image from his not so mystical cut of the twenty seventeen uh, Justice League. The Zack Snyder's fable, director's cut of Justice League is quickly turning into a project of juggernaut proportions. HBO Max, the latest uh, big streaming service, announced last week it would answer the call to release the Snyder cut in twenty twenty one. And HBO and Warner Media head. Bob Greenblatt said the movie would probably cost more than 30 million previously estimated. Uh, Snyder has since dropped a tease of what the money is going to buy. Uh, his cut will see Dark Shield, a tyrant who ruled. Also, there's new <laughs> there new characters and everything. Dark Side, a tyrant who rules the hell planet Apocalypse uh, joined the increasingly vast uh, array of characters. He's com- what? So, okay, they're going to be doing reshoots and everything, I guess, So or had they that filmed already, I don't know. Um, Snyder tweeted on Wednesday with a slightly blurry look uh, at the villain voiced by Ray Porter. Uh, he's coming to HBO Max, so, oh yeah, so they have um, Zack Snyder. If you look up his Twitter, he's a mad, f- kind of blurry photo with all these, of this fella on a, like a volcanic planet with a load of spaceships floating behind him, and he's a mad-looking character altogether, so that'll be interesting now yeah so looking forward to that Uh, a lot of people are poo-pooing it and uh, you know but it's i love superhero movies and stuff it's it's nice popcorn and then this will be another one and hopefully they'll they'll do obviously it's going to be very different (laughs) from the original cut with new characters and everything uh so over in america at&t's warner media um has hbo max apps ready for roku and amazon fire tv so i've been using roku last few weeks and i found it very good i was using kind of android tv boxes and stuff before and uh you know they they used to play um amazon uh and netflix and disney plus Plus but not in a great quality i presume they don't uh, they don't have the proper licensing to 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 have a proper stream quality but i noticed straight away that that since i started using them on roku i uh, had that the, the quality is so much better but roku's a lot more restrictive you know it doesn't have full android software it has its uh, kind of a hybrid of lin- its own build on linux and uh, so it, it's just very restrictive. and like the third party apps on it are, are terrible most of them really but the main the main apps uh like well youtube um even the the menus for netflix and those are very good it's easier to organize by movies and by tv shows and things like that the remote control on roku is very good so i'd recommend roku if you have uh only if you have a subscription to disney plus or netflix or one of those so i have i have three of them uh so Uh, AT&T's WarnerMedia has HBO Max apps ready for Roku and Amazon Fire TV. It just needs to reach a deal with the two streaming platforms. Uh, HBO Max, big launch on Wednesday, went off largely without a hitch. Unlike other streaming launches, there was no major issues of downtime, no widespread app crashes and no outages, preventing large numbers of people from upgrading. Their HBO Now, or cable-provided HBO Go account, to uh one that has hbo max i don't know if we have that here or not hbo max hbo have had a lot of good uh, tv shows over the years uh, so that would be interesting and i suppose they, they're they're using the Zack schneider cult as their uh, one of their launch uh, things that they're going to be adding on as well once it's done uh, available for roku or amazon fire tv although there remains there remains a gap between hbo parent company at&t and the two popular streaming tv platforms Once an agreement is reached, the upgrade process to bring HBO Max to either platform should be quick. Uh, So that's interesting. I don't know if we can get it here or not, but uh, uh, we've all watched uh, HBO shows over the years. Uh, Bezos defends uh, Amazon firing of activist employees. As the company's shareholder meeting, um, Bezos says Amazon has no problem with employees' rights to protest. So what are they protesting against? Uh, Amazon CEO and founder Jeff Bezos on Wednesday addressed the string of firings of activist employees at his company following heavy criticism of terminations, including by a group of U.S. senators. We didn't fire anyone uh, for speaking out about working conditions, Bezos said at Amazon's virtual shareholder meeting on Wednesday as part of the Q&A portion. We support every employee's right to criticise their employer's working conditions. But that also doesn't mean that they're allowed to not follow internal policies. Uh but for sure your rights to protest working conditions uh are there. Uh we take that super seriously and we have no problem with that. So I suppose uh some employees were protesting but they were they were also not following company policies and they followed they fired them for the company policy part and not for the protesting part. Well, that's what he's trying to say. Okay, we're going to take an ad break now. We'll be back in a minute with more tech news. This is Patrick Sheehan and Tech Thursday. West Limerick 102. You're very welcome back to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan with you for uh, the rest of the hour until 3 p.m. So I hope you've enjoyed the tech news so far. Uh, Next up, Apple reportedly nabbed Scorsese film starring DiCaprio and De Niro. Uh, Apple will help finance the production of Killers of the Flower Moon which will be distributed by Paramount uh, Variety Reports. Apple has reportedly been brought on board to help produce Martin Scorsese's adaption of Killers of the Flower Moon, an American crime thriller starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Uh, Variety reported on Wednesday that Apple will finance the picture in partnership with Paramount Pictures, which will distribute the movie Disclosure Paramount is owned by CNET parent company Viacom CBS. It wasn't immediately clear if the movie would be included on Apple streaming service, Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, which has created plenty of original content, but still has some catching up to do against Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. Even Amazon Prime Video, <laughs> I've been using, it's it's OK, but it has a limited amount of uh, content. Uh, I found, I've been watching more of Disney Plus than Amazon Prime Video, uh, but Netflix, I suppose, is definitely the best. Right? It, it has so much stuff on it. Although it should have more stuff, and there's stuff actually. While I'm on a tangent, uh, Netflix. I wanted to watch. Um, I googled the, the the original series of the Twilight Zone, which I wanted to watch, and it said it's on Netflix but that was netflix usa so i figured uh Truth should be here anyway it's netflix is netflix uh, well i didn't i I knew there was some differences between the european one right I, uh, but anyway i went looking for the twilight zone not available any of them and they're all available in america so that's a pity because it's a great it's amazing tv show i saw some licensing thing now or something but like it's a show from the 1950s and 60s. You'd think uh, any license problems would be okay. You know? would be sorted out by now and you'd be able to watch it everywhere. But no, apparently not. Uh, Netflix Ireland doesn't have the Twilight Zone. So. Anyway, uh, the movie is based on a 2017 non-fiction book uh, of the same name by American journalist David Grand that investigates a series of murders of wealthy osage in Osage, osage osage indians in oklahoma in the early 1920s this is the second major movie acquisition apple has made this month uh, announcing on may the 19th that apple tv plus will stream greyhound a world war ii epic starring tom hanks well very good about a convoy of ships battling u-boats uh, neither apple nor paramount immediately responded to a request for comment that's very good they're getting some big names there and uh big-sounding movies, epic-sounding movies, so that should be interesting. Will those movies go to the cinema at all, I wonder? Or or will... I don't know. Will it just be straight to TV? It's mad mad nowadays, isn't it? That these huge epics could... It's possible that that could happen, you know? Um, President Trump expected to sign executive order about social media on Thursday. So, yeah, so recently he put up... um, a tweet about electing uh, that paper ballots were uh, were flawed and that they, they're open to being uh, manipulated. And, you know, either way, he just said that it's it's not a very good way of voting. And uh, Twitter uh, put a warning on his tweet saying that, that fact-checking it and that it wasn't true and things like that. And Jack Dorsey has now come out saying that he's ultimately accountable for decisions that the company makes as Trump uh, ramps up his feud with social media companies. So Trump now is saying he's going to sign an executive order. I don't know what the executive order is supposed to do. But anyway, um, Trump was kind of vindicated a little bit because uh, immediately after that happened, a story came out that a postman was taking people's votes for some minor election or something and swapping the votes around and manipulating them and like hundreds of them, they were asking for a a recount or a a re-vote again. So (laughs) a story of uh, paper ballots being flawed immediately came out after Trump was uh, said that his tweet about paper votes being fraudulent or open to fraudulent activity was was uh, fact-checked by twitter so it just, <laughs> just shows just maybe just let people say what they say and let other people decide if they want to block them or not uh, anyway uh, trump plans to sign an executive order on thursday yeah, so what's the executive order? according to tweets by several white house reporters mm, the expected move comes after twitter fact-checked trump's mail-in ballot tweets for containing potentially misleading information uh, no other officials detailed about the executive order uh, which will contain uh, which have it's strange because even Democrats like Jerry Nadler is one of the Democrat guys he has came up before and said that uh, in New York where he was uh, that this this paper ballot he doesn't trust paper ballots that they're open to tampering and things like that so and that's a Democrat guy so you know both sides of the aisle uh, are not fans of it although with the with coronavirus going on and everything uh they're they're thinking to have widespread paper ballots or something for general election but everyone is afraid or many people are afraid that it could be uh it could be very corrupt it'll be a wide-ranging order that will direct federal regulators to rethink section 230 of the communications decency act which provides online platforms with vital protection from liability for content posted by other users users um The order would instruct the Commerce Department to ask the Federal Communications Commission to call a rulemaking proceeding to reconsider the law's purview. Uh, The Post reported it would also reportedly give the Federal Trade Commission responsibility for investigating complaints for political bias uh, to determine whether tech companies' uh, content moderation policies conflict with their pledges for neutrality. Uh, the expected action by Trump highlights uh, how tensions between some of the world's largest social media companies and conservatives are heating up amid their efforts to crack down on misinformation. <laughs> but the only problem there is sometimes, uh, in the eyes of activists, misinformation is things that they don't like and things like that. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of activists working in these um, these companies, which is you know. It's, it depends it's because of where they are Do you know they're in california and is a is a major bubble for say democratic liberal kind of people uh, so they're they're going to naturally have a bias uh, in that direction so uh, you know activists are going to have a different view than than uh, people that are more neutral or or say right inclined people or things like that Next up, we have a Irish story online grocery uh, delivery company, Byme, B-Y, B-Y-M-I-E, uh, is to hire 200 personal shoppers here over the next six months. The expansion will include 30 drivers recently recruited to deal with increased demand for its services since the COVID-19 restrictions were put in place. The company has also joined forces with Co-op in the UK, to offer same-day grocery deliveries and personal shopping service in Bristol in the UK, uh, this is the first city in the UK where Buy Me is to operate. Uh, this marks Buy Me's first international expansion and a major milestone for the business as they expand rapidly in Ireland," uh, says Devon Hughes, uh, CEO and co-founder of Buy Me. Twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one will see rapid expansion of the same day delivery channel as consumers confront a new reality for the foreseeable future uh yeah but it's i don't know is it a good time now to be starting when things are starting to go back the other direction where people are starting to you know the restrictions are starting to go down again so maybe they're thinking it's going to last longer than than others like 2021 you'd expect things to be kind of back to relatively normal or you know yeah, I think so, anyway. I hope so. <laughs> uh, though BuyMe's app uh, customers can choose a grocery store, uh, the products they wish to buy, and a delivery slot. A personal shopper uh, is then appointed uh, to you, and they carried out the task of gathering the order and delivering it. Uh, deliveries can take place within an hour, and slots can be booked up for a week in advance. Uh, BuyMe was launched in Dublin four years ago by Devin Hughes and Art Shoikan so i can't show I, I don't know how to pronounce his surname uh and has its headquarters in the city so uh yeah that's interesting yeah there's lots of those different companies yeah to do to do uh those kind of jobs like companies that will if you buy furniture from ikea they'll deliver it and they'll put it together for you and things like that um yeah so companies that to do the the convenient things uh for people that mightn't have the 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 skills or the time or inclination to to do those kind of jobs so including shopping so uh next up our virgin orbit fails first rocket launch attempt from modified plane. Richard Branson's Virgin Orbit Company, um, well, we'll have more space stories in a while, or spa- t- attempted space stories. Uh, Richard Branson, Virgin Orbit Company, aborted its first attempt to launch a rocket into space uh, from the belly of a 747 airplane yesterday, the company said. Um, in the test, the company's plan to launch satellites into space. Uh, the 70-foot rocket called Launcher 1 was to blast into orbit about six and a half miles altitude from a modified airplane called Cosmic Girl. Is that like the song? <laughs> uh, the mission from Mojave Air uh, and Spaceport in California was terminated moments after the rocket's release from the jetliner uh, over the Pacific Ocean, the company said. An anomaly uh, didn't occurred early in the first stage of flight. Uh, we'll learn more as our engineers and anon- um Analyzed the mountain of data that they collected today, the company said. It was a key test uh, for the company's plan to launch uh, space satellites. Uh, in, an att- in a statement, Virgin Orbit CEO Dan Hart said, We accomplished many of the goals we set out for ourselves, though not as many as we would have liked. Nevertheless, we took a big step forward. No other details were immediately released, and there were no injuries reported in the flight um we do you know what we might take another bit of music now and we'll be back after this with a bit more tech news uh this is tech thursday with patrick sheehan and you're very welcome back to tech thursday this is patrick sheehan and uh, next up we're going to be looking at facebook they've changed the name of their digital wallet to be used with its new cryptocurrency and the latest uh, in a number of changes to digital digital currency is and its ecosystem the virtual wallet associated with the libra virtual currency will now be known as novi um, when first announced last year, the wallet was also known as Calibra. Uh, the change is the latest in a series of tweaks to the Libra network since its unveiling last June, following intense scrutiny um, from global banks and regulators. It got massively criticised, just <laughs> like Facebook had been known as a or have became known as a very untrustworthy company. Uh, the way they were. Uh, taking people's information and selling it and things like that and i don't know the it just seems another level of own <laughs> trustworthiness when they, this currency was announced like people were like any investors that they were trying to get were stepping away from it pretty quickly um, last month facebook scaled back its plans for the cryptocurrency in a bid to secure regulatory approval uh, it said that the digital currency will be linked to individual na- uh, national currencies and will be overseen by global regulators as part of a major revamp. Previously, it had been planned that Libra would be backed by a wide mixture of currencies and government debt. Uh, However, Central Banks and Watchdogs says uh, this raised concerns about how it could destabilise monetary policies and facilitate money laundering. Uh, In response, Libra's governing body, the Libra Association, said it would offer stable coins backed by single national currencies. In announcement, the digital wallet name uh, name change, the Libra Network said plans for Novi had not cha- Novi had not changed. Uh, the users eventually uh, will be able to use it as a standalone app to send money, as well as uh, in Facebook messaging platforms Messenger and WhatsApp. It says it hopes to introduce. You know, the worst thing that ever happened with WhatsApp was being was being uh, bought by uh, Facebook, uh, although it still has end to end encryption so it's still pretty safe but they're they're adding these things onto it and blocking people from forwarding like a funny video or something onto multiple people you can only send it one at a time and all that and yeah it's just crazy the 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 way they're interfering with (laughs) what was a really good app when they bought it uh but it's still pretty safe but uh, if the encryption goes i'll be that'll be the end of me using it i'll go to something else Uh, It says it hopes to introduce an early version of Novi uh, when the Libra network is available, making it available only in certain countries initially before rolling out further. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to go very well, but sure. Uh, see how it goes. Next next up, uh, we were talking about Virgin uh, Galactic earlier, and this is SpaceX. uh, But they're teaming up with NASA. Uh, Their mission has been delayed, Uh, uh, the milestone mission. Uh, due to bad weather Uh, this was a mission to fly two crew members uh, to the international space station to dock with that Uh, it'd be the first um, i think it's the first um, manned mission by a privately owned company like spacex although they are they are uh, teaming up with nasa which is not privately owned but yeah yeah that'd be interesting uh spacex's la- landmark launch today i was actually watching this live yes it was actually very well done they had like commentators uh it was set up like a proper tv show Uh they had uh, footage from inside the shuttle they had fo- footage from the the control center uh they had footage of the, the two uh astronauts. And their, even their outfits are really well-designed. well, done, well designed. There's a, You can tell that there's actually a fashion design put into them as well as the proper use, you know. And you see how things have moved on since the Apollo missions and things like that. Well, they've gone back in the distance that they can fly and things like that. But um, they have moved on in technology-wise and everything. So uh, it looks amazing. Probably one of their... Uh, Suits probably has more technology in it than than the whole rocket that flew to the moon, so but uh it still remains to be seen if it'll work or not because it's been delayed by weather. They did a final it was actually getting ready for the countdown. It was down to the last 10 minutes or so, and then they did a final weather check, and the final weather check didn't pass uh, the didn't pass the the parameters that it needed to be within, so it's delayed I think it's a Saturday again. Uh, so that'll be interesting. President uh, Trump attended it uh, himself, and Elon Musk had a few nice words back and forth between them. And uh, they're hoping that uh, it'll it'll come true on Saturday again. So, with NASA astronauts Bab- Bob Benkin and Doug Hurley strapped into the Crew Dragon capsule, the launch uh, pad platform retracted and rocket fueled uh, fueling underway. SpaceX made a call to abort. Unfortunately, we are not going to launch today, launch director Mike Taylor said, with less than 20 minutes to go until takeoff, Officials cited uh, the threat of lightning, among other factors. It means a wait of at least a few more days until the first crew launch on an American rocket since the space shuttle program ended in 2011. They will try again on Saturday. If If successful, the launch will be the first time defeat has been performed by a privately owned company. Uh, the live video feed shows the astronauts in their futuristic white uniforms, adorned with the US flag and logos of NASA and SpaceX, waiting as the propellant was unloaded from the reusable Falcon 9 rocket. The emergency ejection system remained armed until the fuel tanks were emptied and in case, in case of an accidental explosion. Uh, the launch has been scheduled for 4.33pm, uh, nine, half nine Irish time, From the Kennedy Space Center launch pad 39A Uh, Neil Armstrong and his Apollo 11 crewmates lifted off from the same spot on their historic journey to the moon So that's really cool Uh, The mission comes despite shutdowns caused by the coronavirus pandemic with the crew in quarantine for the last two weeks Uh, The President, uh, US President Donald Trump as I was saying, the First Lady was with him uh, arrived in Florida to watch but uh, headed back to the White House once the launch was called off so be back on Saturday again at 9.30 p.m. So that was actually it's so well done. It's actually worth watching. It's actually, you know, you're not just sitting there watching one camera, having a feed with no t- nobody talking and you can just hear radio. thing. You, this is like commentating and then they stop and they, they when there's a radio chatter back and forth, which you can hear talking to the astronauts, talking uh, amongst themselves. Uh, they actually tell you what that's about, and yeah, they break it down. So they have astronauts. They have uh, they have a studio, and they have models of the of the capsule of the rocket, and showing how it works, and showing where the fuel goes, and how it'll uh, how it'll take off, and things like that. So it's actually very well done. It was there on YouTube as well. It was live streamed. I think it was on Twitter as well on uh, SpaceX's own um, on Twitter page, things like that. So half night Saturday might be worth having a look. Google uh, next up are starting to reopen offices, uh, targeting thirty percent capacity in September. Uh, Alphabet, Google has uh, Google's parent company, has said it would uh, reopen offices in more cities at roughly ten percent of their capacity, beginning on July the sixth, and scale it up to thirty percent in September if conditions permit. Permit. Uh, Google and its peer Facebook. Uh, had allowed their employees to work from home uh, in early march following tough government mandated restrictions to contain the uh, coronavirus google said it would give each employee an allowance of a thousand dollars or the equivalent value in their country to uh, in expense to necessary equipment and office furniture also to buy they give them a, a grant to buy equipment um it expected most of its workforce largely work from home for the remainder of the year. Uh, there are limited numbers of employees whose roles are needed back in the office this year and they would return on a limited rotating basis, uh, Chief Executive Sundar Pichai said in a blog post. Yeah, a lot of companies are working on like skeleton crews. We're, we are here now. It's mostly just myself kind of um, gathering. A lot of the shows that you might notice are recorded. You know, people record them from home, Michael and... Uh, Uh, the exchange show that Shirley does and things like that and they send them in to me and I schedule them out for the day so yeah I'm like the I'm kind of running it so I'm I'm actually very safe here because I'm mostly uh, doing it myself Uh, gathering things together uh, all the different shows Uh, some we have like the mass and things that are actually live streamed uh, from the church in Abbeyfield so that's very good on a Sunday morning uh, but a lot of the other shows uh, that are recorded are just sent in, and I'm the, I have to schedule them out for the day and things like that. So I'm here to kind of uh, a <laughs> like the with the two pilots in the rocket. I'm I'm the 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 central uh, central office to to coordinate the whole thing. So yeah, it's been quite quite great. I, it worked out quite well now, and a lot of people have. Uh, good the quality of home recording equipment and the the quality of microphones mixers uh recording equipment laptops and things like that have improved so much over the years that you can get pretty close to studio quality especially if it's just for like music now might be a different story but for just voice audio um home recording is actually quite good you can get a very good pod- podcast microphones and things like that that are that are pretty close to studio quality, which is very good. So if you notice the quality of our presenters' recorded shows is still is still pretty much studio quality, so you haven't even noticed the difference. Uh, a lot of people didn't. So um, government to seek quicker delivery of national broadband plan. This is back home again. It's um, the minister of communications has said that he has and his officials are to examine the feasibility of accelerating the rollout of the National Broadband Plan. Uh, Richard Bruton told the doll that the plan uh, has, come, has come in for criticism in the past, but the current crisis has highlighted its benefits. People can see the value of things like e-health, being able to be connected wherever you are, uh, wherever you are living or having the opportunity of remote working. Uh, he also said that he asked officials to investigate whether the process could be speeded up so those who are due to get high-speed broadband in year 6 or 7 of the rollout could get it sooner. The target is to try, uh, from the second half of next year, try to accelerate the rollout, he told the Dawn the second half of next year okay so it's going to be a while uh it's not i thought the whole thing would be done in a year but no it's 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 a, it's a long time it's a long term but of course all the roads have to be dug up and on yeah, there's a lot of work in it uh the contract to deliver high-speed broadband was awarded to the national broadband ireland consortium uh led by granard mccourt it was very controversial if i remember at the time a lot of people were giving out Uh, that there was lower uh, lower offers by current companies and things like that but it was done anyway so uh, it must be connected it must connect almost 540,000 premises around the country that currently cannot get it Uh, the contract was signed in November last year and at that stage the National Barband Ireland said the government uh, said it would take up to seven years for every last home or business brought online under the 3 billion plan yeah so eventually everyone will have it uh, and it is quite important nowadays because a lot of the world is run run uh online boohoo uh they buy minority holding in pretty little thing for 270 million pounds sterling so their online companies see a lot of their ads on tv and uh, uh, on youtube and things like that um uk fashion retailer boohoo says it's requiring the remaining 34 percent shares in the pretty little thing brand from minority shareholders for an initial 269.8 million pounds sterling uh, boohoo said the purchase price which could potentially rise to 325 million uh, will be funded through a combination of shares totaling 107.9 million and cash of 161.9 million the minority shareholders are umar kamani and founder and CEO of PLT, who is the son of Boohoo's executive chairman Mahmoud Kemani and Paul Papworth. Uh, Boohoo uh, purchased its initial 66% stake in PLT in 2017 and is expected the deal to be significantly earnings enhanced. Uh, after the purchase, Boohoo will retain over €350 million Euro of cash, which it said is left in a well positioned to take advantage of the numerous uh, MA opportunities. That are likely to emerge in global fashion industry over the coming months. Shares in Boohoo are up 42% over the last year. So yeah, that's a big uh, acquisition for them. And next up we have an article from The Verge. And this is the best laptop you can buy. Uh, So let's see what their their list is. Uh, Best laptops of 2020. Number 1 is the Dell XPS 13. Yeah that's not surprising now because... Dell, of course, own Alienware now and they're using a lot of that technology from Alienware and Alienware is using Dell's best stuff uh, to build these very powerful laptops. So if you have an XPS 13, you pretty much have an Alienware laptop, you know, Uh, if you're looking for a laptop that does just about everything right, we recommend Dell's latest XPS 13 Uh, It features a sturdy build. uh, Do you know what's weird, though, is when you see, like, the unboxing YouTubers and stuff going over the best laptops. It's all, it's usually either Apple products or, they they never seem to mention Dell. They seem to mention maybe, which other, Lenovo has a good um, keyboard and things like that, but mostly Apple. They don't seem to mention Dell very often. They don't unbox Dell products that much and things like that, like even unbox therapy and those. I don't see him mentioning Dell that much. Uh, It's a pity because the XPS are amazing. Uh, This article in The Verge does anyway. So uh, it's the 10th generation Intel processor with powerful integrated graphics. uh, 91% screen to body ratio for the monitor. With a bottom bezel of just 4.6mm. You can configure the XPS with 1920x1200 or 4K display. uh, But the lower resolution model should be adequate for anyone who's not doing creative work. It delivers up to 500 nits of brightness, so this is a lot of phone kind of spec, uh, uh, phone spec uh, that they're using for the laptop. So I suppose that's the way it's going. there, coming closer to each other. Uh, plenty of working in a bright room or even outdoors. Uh, vivid colors. It also gives you significantly better battery life in addition to lower costs. Uh, it has eight gig of RAM, 256 gig SSD. Uh, i5 processor and 1920 by 1200 non-touch display uh there's a what that's not out of this world specs um a model with a core i3 maybe it's not that expensive either there's a model with a core i3 and 4 gig ram floating around but if you're not currently listed on dell's website you could avoid it if you see it uh, okay. Uh, we recommend this base model to anyone who just wants to browse. If you plan on gaming or creative work as well. Oh, so that's the base model. Okay. Well, even for a base model, it's not bad. Uh, it's pretty good for a base model. Uh, the Ice Lake processor features... Well, except for the 4GB RAM, but the 8GB RAM seems pretty okay. Uh, the Ice Lake processor uh, features Intel's new Iris Plus integrated graphics, which delivers exceptional performance for an integrated GPU. You still want a discrete... Uh, uh, a discrete graphics card for serious gaming but um you'll have no problem running lighter fare like overwatch and rocket league uh so the xps 13 is is gets a nine out of ten it's 1700 quid from dell for those specs it's pretty expensive it's a core i3 processor Even the other one has a Core i5, 8GB RAM, 256 SSD. But maybe the rest of the stuff, the graphics cards and all, are so good, I guess. Um, $1,700 in America, so that's not cheap. Uh, Let's see what else is in their list. MacBook Air, the best laptop for Mac users. The 2020 MacBook Air is the best option for most people who prefer the Apple ecosystem. The Air comes from the 10th generation Intel processors, though... Uh, lower power variation than the xps 13 uh, the sharp retina display and new scissor switch keyboard the base configuration includes the core i3 processor 8 gb ram 256 so pretty much the same kind of spec uh, as the previous laptop it comes in under a thousand dollars but they recommend to go for at minimum the upgraded model with the core i5 processor macbook keyboards have been uh, universally maligned <laughs> for the past few years that's true uh, but the 2020 air inherited the new and improved keyboard from the latest 16 inch macbook pro which brings back the inverted t-arrow uh, layouts and keys with one millimeter of travel so they're hoping the cl- the keys will be more clicky and better for typing as well you can configure the air with three different y-series clips maxing out at a 1.2 gigahertz uh, core i7 processor uh with the one point one gigahertz core i5 though as well uh it it handled chrome slack zoom and lightroom just fine had single threaded geekbench scores in line with those of the 16 inch MacBook Pro. So that's the MacBook Air is number two on the list. Uh other laptops so it's not a very long list. <laughs> uh the oh no the yeah, other Asus Rogue Zephyrus G fourteen an excellent gaming laptop um yeah it has nvidia rtx 2060 max q gpu 120 hertz display so that's good specs amd's ryzen 9 uh has a its battery is also impressive for a gaming rig. we got almost nine hours for a gaming laptop yeah that's pretty good so that's another high spec kind of one the asus rogue zephyrus g14 uh the macbook pro the 16 inch one uh, that's the the bigger brother to the one the earlier one uh so i presume it'll be more expensive but it'll be higher specs that got an 8.5 out of 10. uh the hp elite dragonfly a business laptop with solid security uh if you're in if you're a business professional and money is no object uh, for you or your company you can't do better than the hp elite dragonfly so this is maybe one of the highest spec ones but it's down the list because of price um 700 nits of brightness uh the new dragonfly is also the first laptop to include built-in tile tracker which means you can if you lose your device you can use the tile smartphone app uh, to set off an alarm if it's bluetooth range or located anywhere in the world using uh, tiles crowdfunding network so if you're in a, an airport or something and it disappears off the chair beside you you can uh you can uh set off an alarm in it using bluetooth Uh would it le- say if it was out of range but then you got within range would it set off the alarm then maybe so that would be cool if you walk around the place uh like you're trying to blip your car alarm or something like that um so that's quite interesting um what else is that's the hp elite dragonfly good for business people that's 8.5 out of 10 maybe it's a bit more expensive uh lenovo chromebook duet a great budget laptop for kids so i presume it's uh uh 2.3 it's lightweight uh yeah so android inspired gesture navigation system uh oh it's it works on chrome os uh, lenovo chromebook 8.4 eh, eh, well yeah obviously what if it's called a chromebook uh <laughs> hp spectre 36013, uh our favorite two-in-one laptop what's the two-in-one mean oh, it's oh yeah it's like a, a tablet so you can you can remove the remove the it's a viven t- touch screen and port options are found than any other laptop in this segment uh it's a windows laptop with the latest processor options from intel the 360 weighs in less than three pounds and is two-thirds of an inch uh, thick when it's closed. And it makes very easy to travel Easy to travel with. The latest model has a smaller footprint than before, thanks to the shrunken bezels above and below the screen. still maintains a full-size keyboard and spacious trackpad in addition. And it provides both facial and fingerprint biometric author, um, authentication, so you can choose which way you prefer to log in. To, yeah, so that's pretty good. It's a kind of an all-rounder. One it folds back and forth, you can stand it up and things like that. Uh you can just use it as a touchscreen like a like a tablet. That's why it's kind of a 2-in-1. So that's the HP Spectre 360 13. Uh that's around a 1000. dollars. Uh the the MacBook number at number 8 is the MacBook Pro 13, the best MacBook Pro for everyday users. Um What else have we got? The LG Gram 70... Have I ever... I've never used an LG laptop, I don't think. Uh, Great laptop with a large screen. The LG Gram... This is at number 9. i7 is one of the best uh, 17-inch laptops you can buy. Its main calling card is its weight, just 2.95 pounds. It weighs less than even some 13-inch laptops. So that's very good. It has a Thunderbolt 3, two USB 3s, uh, Type-A and... Uh, hdmi a micro sd slot headphone jack and a kensington lock there are some drawbacks the 17 inch screen for one you might have trouble fitting it into smaller backpacks things like that no i wouldn't mind i like the bigger screen um it's 1500 quid though so it's not cheap either uh gigabyte aero 15 uh, this is at number 10 the great laptop for creative work uh, gigabyte aero 15 is a colorful powerful laptop for creative professionals uh 15.6 inch workstation pairs with bright oled screen and an um, eight core i7 processor that's pretty good nvidia cutting edge geforce rtx 2070 we were talking about that earlier supermax so it's very high specs supermax q gpu it also comes with a laundry list of ports including full hd our full sd card slot So you'll be able to plug in all kinds of projectors, monitors, other equipment as well uh, without a problem. We also found that it was able to run uh, demanding games at their highest settings at acceptable frame rates and export 4K video as fast as any other laptop we've tested. So how come it's so far down the list? This seems like an amazing laptop. The Gigabyte Aero 15. This is an expensive machine and oh yeah, that's maybe why. If you want to play games, it's probably not worth spending so much money on an OLED screen. Uh, But if you need the combination of high-resolution and high-powered specs, the Aero 15 is for you. uh, $2,699 from Newegg. Uh, The Gigabyte Aero 15 OLED XB. So it's like super spec. Yeah, uh, this goes on. The Surface Book 3 is number 11 in the list. Um, The Dell XPS 15 uh, 2019. Last year's one. A great laptop for video editing uh is at number 12 number 13 microsoft surface tree and we'll go to 15 if it goes there uh lenovo yoga 740 that's the one that it bends backwards and everything is it i think it might be i'm not sure uh lenovo yoga c740 uh it's a solid two and one for an af- at an affordable price and that's it that's the end of the list and you know what that's the end of the show for today i have a few other stores i can breeze through them quickly um Windows May 10th, 2020 update now available with built-in Linux kernel and Cartana updates. And as we look through the rest of the stories, uh GOG Summer Sale, Discounts, Prey, Metro, Exodus, and Many Order, DRM free games, uh, plus bundle games from the same genre, developer to save more. So other uh, the sales going on at GOG.com. Uh let's see what else we have. Why Twitter labeled Trump's tweets is potentially misleading? Yeah, we're talking about that earlier uh joe rogan uh he is leaving youtube leaving i think he's leaving all the other podcast app he's going exclusively to spotify uh he's going to be doing it in stages i think ending in september where he'll be spotify doesn't currently run video but they will be for him uh i don't know if they'll be doing it for others but they will be for him anyway uh he's going to be exclusively on spotify including the video version and there's uh reportedly 100 million quid he's getting paid to move over to there he is the the world's biggest podcaster. joe rogan experience he's a ufc commentator podcaster stand-up comedian and he's the most popular podcast in the world uh watched nearly 24 minutes of new gameplay from the latest uh last of us part two so that's available at the moment on uh playstation's youtube account so if you want to have a look at the last of us it was a great game kind of a zombie game apocalyptic kind of game and The Last of Us Part 2 is very uh, very highly anticipated so The Last of Us Part 2 trailer is out now on the PlayStation's YouTube page Uh, Boeing resumes production of its 737 MAX airplane the plane has yet to be cleared by the FAA to return passenger service so I hope they fix the problems anyway with those low engines and the, the, the anti-stall thing kicking in and all that. So I hope that's all sorted out if they are think that they want to fly those again because that was extremely concerning. Uh, Arizona sues Google over claims it illegally tracked location of Android users. Just one of the many legal quagmires Google finds itself in. Yeah, so a lot of these companies are, are being highly, Of course, they're so powerful and they have to be watched very closely because like the number one search engine in the world is google number two is youtube and they're they're owned by google so they have so much power they have to be very closely watched because they're so powerful they can change elections they can change they can be part of governments being overthrown or uh, you know there are uh, lots of uprisings happening in different countries and things like that so they have to be very closely watched because they're not selected or anything they're just they're just people running a company so uh, the amount of power they have is very it has to be very what oh we have a few more stories uh you can no longer subscribe to hbo max via apple tv channels it's gone down hbo also left out amazon and roku from today's max launch so that was there yeah of their launch, Philips Hue TV Sync Box now supports HDR10 and Dolby Vision, uh, plus support for voice control and universal remote. So, if you have sorry, if you have um, Hue TV Sync Box, uh, you can now uh, you can now stream in HDR10 plus and Dolby Vision. So that's very good. And that's it for today. Hope you've enjoyed the show. I'll talk to you again next week. Um, that's been Patrick. Sh- this has been Patrick Sheehan, or Tech Thursday, all the latest tech news. Uh, you can also f- uh, listen back to this on um, on any of your podcast apps, Spotify, Podcast Republic, that's the one I use. Um, yeah, you can look up Tech Thursday, and you'll find me there. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM.